Welcome back everybody to our next podcast. Thank you for coming back to Stuck in the Middle. Where we ain't young, but we ain't dead yet. So we're back another week with you all. Thank you for joining us. Yes, I'm Julie. And I'm Tracy. And today's topic is going to be about the spiritual world or being clairvoyant. I think, is that the right word, Tracy? I think clairvoyance. Um, yeah, well. Big word today, and we're not we, playing trivia. <laughs> no, because we all know if you listen to the sore loser was. Whatever. Right we're going to play Tracy trivia one time. Okay. And I get to ask all the questions. Oh. But nonetheless, nonetheless. speaking of clairvoyance. Yeah, so um, it's something that, you know, is of interest to Tracy and I, and I'm sure to some of you listeners out there, it is just strictly what it's about. It's not going into a deep uh, biblical talk or biblical sense. It's just strictly about what we want to talk about and our experiences and things that have happened to us or what we've done, and that's what we just want to talk about today. That's what's on our mind. So, Tracy, you want to start us off with your story? Yes. Well, um, I will tell you that I am definitely a Christian. I think I've made that very clear and um, have always been. Long story short, I um, had a friend of mine who told me that she went to see a lady um, that was kind of like a psychic. And I, I told her, no, I'm not going because... I'm not dabbling into that world based on my Christian views. I just don't think it's a good idea. And she's like, but Tracy, this lady is a, she is Christian. Um, she was raised Catholic, is Catholic. And she's the sweetest lady that truly just go and listen to her, make an appointment and go listen to her. I think you'll be um, surprised at what you hear. So I did, I went over, I had to make an appointment and I had no preconceived notions of what I was even expecting out of this. I, mm -hmm. I really didn't know. I just thought, well, okay, I'll just go see what she has to say. Okay. So I went to her house and she did look like the little, just sweet lady, normal home. And we sat down at her kitchen table and she basically just said, look, the whole purpose of why I'm doing this, I feel like that actually God kind of gave me a gift. And the main thing I want to do with you is people that have passed that have, you know, gone to heaven. Um, when you get that feeling of them being with you, yeah. she said, my whole purpose is to kind of tell you that when you do get those feelings, I'm going to validate them and I'm going to tell you how. And I go, okay, well, that's very interesting. Well, can so, bring you comfort. I mean, yes. to especially those that have lost a loved one, and in your case, I don't mean to interrupt, but it does bring you comfort when sometimes that you feel that they're there with you. I do believe that they're there with you, so go ahead. Yes, and so basically, um, she just said, the first person that is kind of coming through to me, um, it's, a, it's a man, and then she said, um, somebody very close to you well, of course I'm thinking my father immediately yeah. you know and um she said I can't remember all of the details but she gave a lot of different examples to where I knew it was definitely my father like I, I wish I could think of the exact examples but then she said the next person that's trying to come through they're wearing all white and I go okay and she said um their name is like it's like a 
Lily or Lou, and I go, oh my gosh, Lou LeMay, who was like a grandmother to me, literally lived in our oh, home, yeah. was with me, and the lady asked me, she goes, did you recently just renovate um, any part of your home? I go, well, yeah, I did a kitchen renovation, and we just redecorated my bedroom. And now, I, mind you, I had not put one picture on social media of my bedroom redo at all. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't really talk about it to anybody because it was a minor thing, but whatever. We did right. new flooring and all that. And um, she said, Lula May wants you to put a white candle in your bedroom. And I was like, oh, okay. Because okay. she said that she knew I had redone my bedroom. And that she wanted, and Lula May's thing was white. Like, she always wore white um, she always smelled, her hands smelled like bleach, like uh -huh. just everything about that. I remember Lula May. We all did oh, back gosh. in the day. She was like the best and she was yes. like my, my grandmother. Yes. Okay, but then at the very end, she said the third person that's um, wanting to come through is another man and um, his name is something like with like a, a Rob or a... a She's kept saying our names, and I'm like, nope, nope, gotcha, nope, in my mind. I'm thinking, gotcha, gotcha nope. Gotcha, mm -hmm. you don't know. And she said, um, Ron, I go, oh my gosh, that was my mom's boyfriend after my dad had died. They met at hospice bereavement group, formed a friendship, and then they kind of dated uh -huh. for many, many years, and she had just lost him not long before this appointment that I had. And literally, the lady said, they want me to tell you he and your dad are together and they want me to tell you to tell your mom that they're both looking out for her. Well, of course, when I heard that, I'm like, oh my goodness. So I told my mom and my mom goes, Tracy, that is so crazy because Ron would come over and look at pictures of your dad, which first of all, they went to each other's spouses that were deceased, graves together, um, on anniversaries, birthdays, like they Aww. both were just good friends, you know, mainly. Yeah. But anyway, um, literally said, please tell your mom, we want her to know that we are both looking out for her and that we are best friends. That's awesome. And when I told my mom that, she was, that's crazy because Ron would look at pictures of your dad and say, I know if I would have known him, we would have been best friends. Aww, so I that to that. me just kind of gave me, you know, that whenever you just feel, because I had no expectation and I really and truly felt like I, you know, all that really happened. I mean, so it was just bizarre to me and it kind of gave me, and it didn't make me feel like I wasn't being a Christian by going. I mean, she didn't right. share anything right. um, out of the way or anything like that. And I remember my mom used to tell me that, you know, in her mind, she pictured there to be a very thin veil between heaven and earth and that every now and again, that veil can get pierced, almost like you can feel them come down and touch you. Uh-huh. I agree with that. I do. You know, I, I have do. a couple more stories, but I want you to share some of yours. Well, okay. Yeah, we'll go back and forth. Um, I went to a total, nothing like she did, but a total Madam Rose on <laughs> Highway 41 in <laughs> Sarasota, okay, just to say. And uh, I did it with some other girlfriends. We were right out of high school, and I thought, okay, whatever. 
And, and so I thought, well, I'll go just to see what it's all about. I had no intentions of going in there to see Madame Rose, Madame Rose. <laughs> and um, so I did at the end, she said, no, come on in, um, I wanna talk to you. And mm. so I did go in there and um, she, you know, is just talking to me, not to, I think just really more to put me at ease. It wasn't so much to figure mm -hmm. anything out about me. Um, I only gave her my first name because I just, I wasn't gonna, divulge anything to her to give her anything to anything come back with anything to come back with yes. right so she um she did say that i said will i ever get married and you know she said yes i do see you get married and i said what about children and she said well she said yes you're going to have children and she specifically said there will be some sadness around that, which oh. kind of flipped me out a bit, you yeah. know, but she said there's going to be some sadness around that, but just know that you're going to end up with two children. Well, my husband David and I did lose our first baby, mm. and then but we went on to have our two children, so, oh, wow. and this was way many years Before after that. I saw Madame Rose, right, so, wow. so she did say that. Um, mm. she said that, um, you're going to marry and you're going to be married to your, your friend for many years, which that was the truth. And she said, and you, you are being called by a nickname to, uh, someone that's, or, or some family members that are very close to you. And I said, yes. And she said, and it's initials. And I go, okay, well, that, that's, we'll see. And she said, yes, they call you JD. No well, way. Yes, they call you JD. And my middle name is Diane, yes. which I never divulged that. And not everybody in my family calls me JD. My father calls me JD, and a couple of my cousins call wow. me JD. So she was right on the money about that. And she told me a few other things I don't really recall, but I was ready to get out there because she just <laughs> hit, she hit the nail on the head. And I was like, okay, yeah, we yeah. don't need to know anything else. Okay, so, let's get back on Highway 41 yes. in my VW. We're out of here because Madam Rose is hitting too close to home. Yeah. So that was my only thing. Ooh, uh-oh, something oh, happened, right. but we're okay. <laughs> well, there we go. I don't know what happened, but it's Ma all right. Madam Rose, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> oh, yeah. you. Oh, goodness, a well. ghost. Ah, <laughs> oh, this moved our camera. So that was it as far as a um, card reader or that sort yeah. of thing, psychic goes for me, but I have other stories that we're gonna talk about and share about um, of things that I feel are kind of like what your mom said about that veil and they yes. come down and they touch upon you. I've had several different experiences in my life mm -hmm. and um, that's what we're gonna talk about. Mm -hmm. so. I have a story um, mm -hmm. that I just thought of when you were telling your story about Madame Rose. My mom used to tell me now again, um, she since, um, passed away as well, but she was one of the coolest women. I always talk about her. And um, even back in the day, again, this is a lady that was my Sunday school teacher at the Methodist church, but yet she was always very spunky and 
ahead of her time and blah, blah, blah. So it, she, um, after her mom passed away, so this would have been probably like in the late 60s, very early 70s. She had a hankering to want to go to Casadega, which is an area uh -huh. in Florida. I've never been. I haven't either. An, I want to go. It's I an, do. It's an area in Florida that's kind of like a colony of that kind of like clairvoyant yes. people or right. um, the psychics, whatever. And she's like, no, to my dad, you know, I really want to go. And he's like, I don't think it's a good idea, but okay, we'll humor you, we'll go. Now, again, this is in the very late 60s. So there was no internet, there was no Google, there was no um, cell phones even back in those days. Right. So they go up and she's talking to this one lady. And my dad, of course, is in the back of the room sitting like, just so like, whatever, this is ridiculous, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Uh -huh. um, rolling his eyes probably, I don't know. And they got up to leave, to walk out. And the lady, the, the fortune teller or whatever, literally said, um, I have one more thing. Bill, which is my dad, Othell wants me to tell you hello. Well, first of all, Othell is one of the most uncommon names you would ever, ever, ever mm -hmm. hear or know about. And that was my grandmother's name. I mean, so she literally said, she like they were leaving uh -huh. and she, that lady knew my dad was like totally like and not I, into yeah, it. And one didn't believe it. Yeah. Right. And she literally said, oh, one more thing I forgot. Um, Bill Othell said to tell you hello. So I've always heard that story my mm -hmm. whole life growing up from, you know, my mom and dad. I mean, they would tell that story all the time. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. so cool. But that was her way of saying, hey, you. Hey, you. Okay. Hey, you. you think you know more than me, but you don't. You don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you don't. You don't yeah. at all. You know, um, I was just thinking, okay, so my what a story I have, and this one's kind of funny, really. It is funny. First of all, I got to take this necklace off, Tracy. I feel like, you know, remember Mr. T back in the day? <laughs> well, I have my T on. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm Mrs. T with this No, necklace. I love it. Well, it's kind of weighing me down a little bit. Well, I might okay, try to wear it. Go ahead. It's oh, heavy. I think I'm going to like it. Well, go ahead. You put it oh, on. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, Thank you. Okay, good. I like I it. it. was weighing me I down. I love this. It's so. weighing me down a little. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It was a lily, so I wore yeah. it with my lily dress. Anyway, that's a sidebar. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyways, um, my grandmother was from Palatka, you know, um, just a southern town in Florida, like up near um, Flagler, you know, St. Augustine. Okay, near St. Augustine. And it's like in the middle of the state. It's very country. It's beautiful property. And my whole life, mm. I had heard about Palatka. Palatka this, Palatka that. I've never been to Palatka either. Well, well I've been once, okay? So, I was staying with my cousin at the time, went up to visit her. She lived out on St. Augustine Beach. And she and her sister, which is my other cousin, we decided to do a day trip to Palatka. And now, this was recently, I'm sorry. This was, I'm going to say, probably maybe five years ago. I don't know. Time gets by mm -hmm. me. I'm not a good time person, but yeah. I'll call it five, six years ago. And so, 
just like a lot of little small towns in Florida, you know, they all kind of call each other the city of murals, how they paint mm -hmm. like the murals. On like the in Lake Placid. Yes. Or yes, something like that. Exactly, where they have all the murals mm -hmm. painted on the side of the buildings. Well, so they're older than me. And so I'm sitting in the back seat. They're sitting in the front, just, you know, like mm -hmm. I said, five years ago or so. And so we have to go to the city hall to get a map of the murals. Because so it really is the city of murals, Palatka. Yeah, yeah. Is that some trivia I need to know about for future? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Maybe that may be a question I later quiz her about. But anyway, right? so we pull up to city hall, get up. They make me go in, the little girl, the little girl. <laughs> and we go in, and so I go in, and I get the map. Well, they were reading down it all. Well, they were all about seeing the mural of Billy Graham. I, it didn't matter about all the other murals. They wanted to find Billy Graham, mm. whatever. So I said, okay, well, we went, we had lunch at this beautiful place along the water there. Nice. And just like every little Southern town, they have like a downtown with all the old buildings mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just beautiful. And we like to go to, well, they call it antiquing now. I say it going junk and like going to the junk stores, but <laughs> antique, go yeah. to the junk stores, whatever. And I love all that stuff, by the way. Yeah, I me too. I love to go find some cool stuff. But me anyway, too. so we go have lunch and then we're looking around for Billy Graham and we can't find him, can't find him, but we did see in the heart of downtown, it's like a little square, it was this beautiful building, you know, they're mm. all connected. And I uh, had beautiful stained glass and we're like, oh, there's an antique store. Let's just go in there. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, let's go in. We'll look for Billy Graham later. Yeah. Okay. So we hop out, we go be bopping in. And as soon as we walk in the door, I instantly felt flushed. And I'm like, oh, mm. oh no. I said to him, I go, Oh, no, something, I just am not feeling this. I, I, I don't feel good, I don't like it. Really? Instantly, as soon as I stepped in the door. And so uh, they're like, whatever, Julie. I mean, they, yeah. they just dismissed me, so whatever. So Dorothy went her way, Diane went her way, and here I go, and I'm like, okay, all right, well, that's fine, I'll just move along and shop. And right. I'm shopping along, and I just am, just feeling flushed. I didn't like it. Like and you felt like not good? Like not you felt good. like sick? Like, yeah, a little sick, like overwhelmed. I felt very overwhelmed. So huh. I went and I, I said, I found Dorothy. I said, Dorothy, you know, I'm not feeling so good right mm -hmm. now. I said, I don't like it in here. I think we should go. She goes, oh, Julie, it's prob probably gas. Just don't worry about it. You just It's probably gas. Just, <laughs> just walk and it'll make walk. you feel better. You're going to be reach your stay, you know, and I'm like, okay, whatever. So then I go find my cousin Diane thinking that she's going to override Dorothy, you know. Yes. She's the oldest. I said, Diane. I go, I don't, you know, I just, I don't have a good feeling. We just need to go. She's like, she's one of the ones. Those two call me JD, FYI. Oh, that's and funny. And she goes, JD, it's fine. Just do some shopping. We're going to leave here in a few minutes. Go find Billy Graham. And I said, well, okay, all right. So mm -hmm. I go, and I meander to the 
back of the building and it's just like a little room you step into and I walked in there and I was like, I am out of here. I don't care what they say, I'm gone, I'm mm -hmm. leaving. So I head back up front to the front of the building and I said, y'all, I'm ready to check out. And I'm just gonna go ahead and send the car because I don't like it. And but Did you have to check out? Did you have things that you were picking meanwhile, up? Meanwhile, I did go ahead and buy a few purchases. Because okay. you know. Yeah, yeah. you gotta find something, I got, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, could spend, <laughs> I could spend my paycheck at the Gettysburg yeah. here in town, but whatever. Yeah. So I go and I'm going to check out. And so they gather their stuff up and they're put out with me because, you know, they're what shop. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, we're going. So I go up there and um, my cousin Dorothy says to the lady behind the counter, she goes, oh, this building's so beautiful. The stained mm -hmm. glass is just beautiful up there. And especially mm -hmm. in, in the store here, you know, and she was said, yeah, well, she told us about when the building was built and this, that, and the other. And she said, you know, that the store that we're in used to be a funeral parlor. Oh my. And oh, I go, Lord. I looked at them, I go, I told you. <laughs> I told y'all, oh I feel spirits Oh in my gosh. Here. Like I felt them just kind of like dancing all over me. I felt very overwhelmed with just, a feeling that's, that's all i so can tell weird. you and i go what about that back room because when i walked in there i had to immediately get out she mm -mm. said you're not the only one that said that that's where we did the embalming and i oh, looked Lord. at them i go let's go oh, i'm, I'm ready to get out of here but i knew it i felt it as wow. soon as i walked in the door and i could just feel that's weird. spirits all over me and and wouldn't you know we gather our purchases i go we go walking out the door and listen we go walking out the door and the mural staring at us on the other building is billy graham oh wow and i'm like <laughs> and tracy you'll wow. appreciate this I got in the back seat and I go, I am wore out. <laughs> I said, I need to die coke in a chocolate bar. <laughs> so we had to go and find a time saver because then they were time saver. And I said, please, I got to have a diet coke in a chocolate bar. I'm feeling famished because that just wore me out. So they're always saying, like, they tease me forever after that about me being in the spiritual world that they're like, you know, Julie can read this. That's... And I'm like, Julie felt it. Have you ever had that happen again? I have. You have? I again? definitely have. I have when I was oh, wow. younger, right out of oh, high wow. school. I went over to a place where people were uh, living. It was actually out on Longboat Key. And um, mm. so it was an old building and down below was empty. And then upstairs was like the living quarters. And so, you know, like the kitchen, the bedrooms, that's where they lived. Like, so, so the downstairs was more like a basement? Like a basement, but it was open. You know, the house was built. Oh, like and still. still. So yeah. it was like one of those beach houses. Yeah, yeah, but old, old. You know, it's long since been torn down. And every time I went, I could be anywhere in the house and I'd feel to totally fine. But if I went to one bedroom, same thing. I felt like there was something breathing on my neck. I just felt mm. overwhelmed. 
And like a year or so after, mm. when we were all sitting around talking, then I was told that that used to be a jail. And that's where they would put the inmates up there. So I think there was just some, oh, some you know, just spirits. Kind of like I felt like it was just um, negative energy. That's the only thing I can call oh, it. Wow. It's like an energy that's not always um, sweet kind mm. and then sometimes it's a different energy you know wow and so i was talking to a girl that i know one time who says that and, and we were just talking she said you know my family we all say that we are clairvoyant and that we you know mm -hmm. can read and and hear you know from the mm -hmm. other side and all and when I told her about just a few, and I have a couple more, but told her about a few more, mm -hmm. of, you know, just our experiences. And she said to me, and it made a lot of sense to me, I, I don't know, but is that she says, everybody has the ability to tap into that. Mm -hmm. But whether you know it or not, you um you have a way of turning that off if you don't want to tap into that it's just something inside of you like i'm not going there i don't want to go there so i don't mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so i think that mm -hmm. i'm more in tune to that i just choose not to be mm -hmm. do you know what i'm yeah, saying i do i think that if you really want to be in tune to it maybe you can be but for me i choose not to be because i find it exhausting and overwhelming well that's just yeah i don't the only thing i mean i haven't had it to that degree or anything mm -hmm. like that but i will say that um after my father passed away i thought this was kind of strange and it it kind of goes to your point about being tuned in and mm -hmm. i'll get there uh -huh. but um my sister called me i was taking both my girls up to georgia to surprise my husband at the time, who was working up there all summer. And he had to be away from the family for quite a while. So it was mm -hmm. Father's Day weekend mm -hmm. and I was leaving on a Friday with the girls and he had no idea we were coming. I'm on the cell phone with my sister talking and she just out of the clear blue, she's, well, it was Father's Day weekend. She said, you know, I've been really missing dad lately. It wasn't the first Father's Day after he passed. It was many years later. Uh -huh. But we were talking about dad and um, she said, um, do you ever get the feeling like, you know, that he's trying to send you signs or anything? I go, you know, not, not so much, not really. Mm -hmm. Um, this was years, by the way, before I went to the lady, um, in Fort Myers, but anyway, and she goes, you know, I just do every now and then I'll see like a bird or the typical things that you right. do. And then right. his birthday was, um, April 14th. And she said, Tracy, I see 414 all the time. Like those numbers just pop up to me all the time randomly. And I'm like, gosh, you know, no, not really, not for me. I kid you not, we're on the phone talking and I'm on the turnpike in the state of Florida heading up to Georgia. I kid you not there's an, an overpass and it literally said Bailey Road, which is my maiden name, my yeah. last name, Bailey Road. I go, oh my gosh, Lisa, you are not gonna believe this. Um, I literally, of all the roads that I could have just went under, it was Bailey Road. So that's that. And then um, go up, see my husband. I We're staying in this little like apartment thing that his company had rented for him. And literally like the bed was very low, like almost on the floor kind of uh -huh. a bed. Like it was one of those temporary places. I don't know. And we had like an alarm clock 
on a milk crate, you know, by the bed, on his <laughs> side of the bed, okay? Uh -huh. But bottom line, I um, woke up Father's Day Sunday, and for some reason I woke up and I wanted to see what time it was. Guess what time it was? 414. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. So then, okay, there's that. Mm -hmm. But then, um, even like months later, my sister and I and my girls are going out to dinner in Wellington where I lived at the time. And on the way to dinner, we started talking about dad again, right? Uh -huh. Just like we missing, like yeah. kind of feeling of a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We go to this Irish pub at the time that was in Wellington to eat. And... Um, well, first of all, we heard sunshine on my shoulder on the way to dinner. Oh, I have made my parents a video, and the music to it was sunshine on my shoulder of our family memories, just oh, because of that. Okay, God. so then we go to the pub, and literally, um, there were a couple things that happened, but one was um, they had Bailey's tiramisu. So we decided, okay, we're going to eat that in honor of dad, right? Uh -huh. Then the bill comes, and we both get, you know, split the bill. And my sister looked at me and said, um, how much tip are you going to leave? Because uh, I want to make sure I do the exact same amount. And I'm always funny about making sure that I leave like a, like a round number, like $25. Yeah, yeah or, me too. So whatever the, the tip was 414 to make it to that number. Uh, and I was like, okay, it's dad. It's just a connection. It's like, dad, yeah. you are definitely letting us know that you are with us and we got you, you got us. I love that though. That's a feeling of comfort. Definitely, definitely so. I mean, like for me, and that's what I think put my mind at ease when I went to meet with mm -hmm. the lady in Fort Myers because I was scared. I don't want negative energy if I can help it. Right, like, I right. don't want to know if something bad's going to happen in my future. And it mm -hmm. did make me feel so much better when she said my purpose is I've been given a gift. And mm -hmm. she said... I'm just trying to let you know that there are going to be, like, these are just three examples of people that want me to let you know that when you feel their you presence. Didn't, you didn't go to Madame Rose. No, but no, but for me, like, it, it really made me feel good because if anything, it just, to me, it made me have comfort and yeah. knowing that, you know what, when I get those feelings, I'm going to believe them. Yeah, Whether, I mean, I, I didn't take that lady telling me that, but it did kind of right. confirm a little more the way I felt about it. Well, I have a comfort story about it, and this is um, this is just something that happened to me. I was very close um, with both my grandmothers. Mm -hmm. um, I was very, really close um, with my mother's mother, and uh, I spent a lot of time with her. I spent a lot of time with both of them, but um, she, I just. You know, we just had a special bond. I, really, she had special bonds with all of her grandkids, mm -hmm. right? It was on my mom's side. Mm -hmm. And so, um, after she passed, she passed my senior year of high school. Uh -huh. I'll never forget because she gave, Tracy, she gave me a set of luggage for uh -huh. graduation. <laughs> Which is what I'm giving everybody this yeah. year. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> see? So, see? Okay, That's a long time tradition yeah. right there. Because I've been graduating a long time. <laughs> so anyway, um, and it was some time after she died. And when I was younger, I was I was not comfortable with death. I was afraid of people dying well, and scary. all of that, right? I have yeah. a lot more comfort now. Um, 
Yeah, because see, as a child, Christian, you're not prepared. You're not prepared, and we as Christians know where we're going. Yeah. So, you know, um, but anyway, so I was asleep one night, and this was several, I don't know, maybe a couple years afterwards, after she passed away, and she, I was asleep, and one night I felt her presence, and mm -hmm. it was like, it was like I opened my eyes mm -hmm. and she was there. Now, did I literally open my mm -hmm. eyes? I don't know. But she was there in front of me. And I said to her, and we called her Grand Grand. I said, oh, Grand Grand, you know, I miss you so much. And she knew I would be afraid. And it's like she put her hand on my knee and she said, honey, don't, don't be afraid. She goes, I just want you to know um, how much I love you. Don't be afraid. And wow. just that quick, she was gone, wow. right? Yeah. So years later, I'm married. I have kids. Um, Janet, my other cousin, we're, we're all cousins because yes. I have a big family, even though I'm my only child, like I told you, right. that I have a big family. And we're all very Like close. sisters, really, so yeah. We're really like sisters. Yeah, for they, sure. They are my sisters. Yes. And so um, we were down in the Keys. And um, we we're all hanging out the pool now. And this was, um, you know, anyway, we were down in the Keys hanging out in the pool. And so we were talking about things like that. And mm -hmm. I said to Janet and Janet's daughter was there yeah. with us that the kids were in the hot tub with us, whatever. And um, I, we were talking about things like that. And I said, well, I, I don't know if I ever told you, but Grand Grand came to me. She goes, what? And, and I go, yes. And she says, Caroline, which is her daughter. She goes, oh my gosh. She goes, Julie, did she come to you? And we've never discussed this as close as we yes. are. Like, I really kind of forgot about yes. it. Yes. And she said that she came to her. To Caroline? To Janet and sat at the end of her bed and told her not to be afraid and how much she loved her and she'd always be there for her and basically what she told me we had never shared that story and we were like oh my gosh she was really there and it was mm. such a comfort it put a peace in your heart just mm -hmm. knowing that you know there are times that you mm -hmm. miss your loved ones and your family and those you're close to but just to know that that's there, that they're you're carrying them yes. with you yes. every day. So it was a very comforting well, thing. It wasn't always feeling different, but that's why I'm saying, like I, I just yes. feel like some are positive energy, yes. some are neg negative energy. But there are energies that are out there. It's an energy thing for me. Well, I'm gonna yeah. tell you this, and I, you just made me think of this, and I tell the story all the time, I can't believe I didn't tell it earlier that um, when my dad passed away, mm -hmm. he was at hospice in West Palm Beach inpatient and we didn't leave him, of course. There was somebody there between my sister, myself, my brother, mm -hmm. my mom, and um, he had been there actually for at least a solid week um, and we didn't expect him to even make it that long. Bottom line, it was my night to stay and um, I had been there, I think the night before, but I can't remember. All I know is that every day when I would see him, I would hug him by and say, Dad, I'll see you tomorrow. And this particular day, I told my sister, I go, Lisa, if you don't mind, please do come tonight. Of course she didn't mind. Um, I go, I can't go back. I can't take my turn. I said, I, it, it just kills me to hear the 
the breathing and the struggle of breathing. Mm -hmm. I had to put pillows over my ears. It breaks my heart. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. And I said, I hate to not be there, but I can't. And, and that day when I left at like five or six o'clock, I told dad, I kissed him bye. And I said, dad, I don't want to see you ever again here. I said, I will see you in heaven, but I don't want to see you here. Sure enough, I'm at home that night and Hayden, my youngest daughter at the time, literally was six months old on this particular day. She's in her crib sleeping across the hall from us. She slept like a rock from <laughs> basically eight weeks on, which was great. But nice. anyway, I kid you not, I'm lying in bed, saying my prayers the old-fashioned way. Now I'll let me down to sleep. God bless him. Yes. yes, and I'm like, you know, please take dad. Please take dad. Yes. Simultaneously, I'm saying my prayer, no lie. Hayden wakes up in her crib and is giggling, laughing, like giggling in her crib. And I'm like, what in the heck? The phone rings and it's my sister. And she said, Tracy, I just want to let you know I'm here with dad. He just took his last breath. Oh, I'm about to cry right now because oh, like there is nothing. And I'm telling you beyond a shadow of a doubt. And Lisa said, you're the first person I called. I haven't even told mom yet. Literally. Uh -huh. I said, I'm going to tell you. I knew it because his spirit passed through here and touched that baby. Oh. Do you know? No, it hadn't happened lately. But I'm telling you, I mean, when Hayden was like, 10 years old, out of the clear blue, she would say something about her poppy. Yeah. Now, like, how would she know that? I mean, I'm just, right. like, I can't even begin right. to tell you. It's like, I don't know. Like, there was like a, like, almost like his spirit came and touched her. Yeah. And I'm very big believer that, um, I don't know, something popped up on my phone and it got me a little distracted. But anyway, um, I'm a very big believer in that a lot of times you'll hear about somebody being born right when somebody's yes, yes. dying. You and know what I mean? Like it just kind of like, yeah. I don't know, like you almost like one person's gone and you, but like, yeah, sure. like the different pendulums of life, you know? I agree. I agree. So, I don't know. But do you have any other stories? Because we're getting late. It's kind I, of been, we've talked a lot. Yeah, we have. And, <laughs> and the whole purpose of this was to um, get you all thinking kind of about that. And um, hope it brings you comfort, laughter, joy in yes. some ways. Because I've kind of told stories across the board. Well, yeah, you had some scary ones a little bit now. Ooh, <laughs> well, I hope you don't ever get that feeling around me. Well, if I in my house. Listen, if I do, I'm going to say, Tracy, let's go. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's and I'll go. be right there with you, honey. Look at these split. Yeah, yes. but it's just funny. So, you know, we hope you enjoyed it. Something different today. Something to think yes. about. And your loved ones that you were close to, they're there with you. Absolutely. And they give you comfort. And they're they're always there with you. So just believe that and yes. know that. And um, we hope you enjoyed it. Absolutely. And we can't wait to see you all next week. Thank you again for being a part of this journey with us. We really appreciate you guys. And we are looking forward to next week's episode. Have a great week, everyone. Like, love, love share, and care. Yay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.